Hello and welcome back to a Chakras and Cuss Words podcast. My name is Catherine. I am your host and welcome, welcome. Today we are going to talk about the astrology that is happening for the month of March. And for those who don't know me, hello, my name is Catherine. I consider myself in the energy more of an alchemist versus an astrologer, but I have a deep love and I guess you could say cosmic understanding of astrology. And I love to share some of this knowledge that I have with you about astrology. And also I like to look at certain events that has happened and kind of get a insight, an area of enlightenment that feels very like today, right? I I feel like a lot of time when people look at astrology, we tend to look at like the stories of the past. And I do think that's very important, but sometimes we want to talk about like what's happening right now, what's happening with the collective right now and what's happening with us and certain zodiacs and energy where we feel this alignment. So let's get into it. So first we're going to do a brief recap, not too big of a recap, but just a little brief recap of some of the dates in, um, February that I feel like were important and some of the things that were kind of happening around this time. So right around kind of like, um, the energy of the end of January, right around that energy, we had Mercury and Capricorn conjuncts Mars in Capricorn. And there was tons of stuff kind of happening on social media and tons of articles. But the ones that I picked were the Florida House bill says that they want to ban some kids from using social media before the age of 16, saying that they're going to get addicted and we should really take, you know, take a hold and create this bill and it will help the children and it will help these young kids who aren't necessarily teenagers yet because you figure 16 this is you know like the 15 year olds the 14 year olds and we look at that area of mercury in capricorn and capricorn has that area of like of definitely like of corporations but then it also has that energy that feels kind of like tied into leadership and also we have mercury where it's like media i feel like a lot of people now most of their media is coming from social media. Like most of the media nowadays is coming from social media. Most of the time when we're researching stuff, it's not coming from the newspaper. It's not coming from magazines. It's not coming from articles. It's probably coming from Instagram. And then we see that article, we see that post and we click it. And then we kind of, you know, look at it, right? And then we have that area of Mars and Mars is considered as like that aggressive energy and also that passionate energy. So to me, that felt like it was an alignment where it could be definitely creating a sub shift, right? On how people receive the media and what's appropriate and having that energy of where do we draw the lines? Because a lot of us, it takes, it takes a lot of time to be on social media. And I'm going to say this, and I, I have a love and hate relationship with social media. I love social media in the fact where I can share 
with people. I love that people can talk about certain things, communicate, find people who are like them, right? But then sometimes for a young mind, we get into that energy of comparisons, that energy of like, is this why I'm like this, right? I mean, I could not imagine what social media and me as a teenager would have been like because <laughs> I was already a fucking bad kid. And I say that it with pure honesty. Like I got into a lot of trouble when I was a teenager and if I had social media at that age where I was so easily influenced by other people and by other energies, what would have happened? <laughs> so I do think in some ways there is some restriction that needs to happen. But we also have to understand that kids are going to do what they want. And even though this band might happen, it's, it's really truly... And I hate to always, because in all honesty, when we think about it, like certain kids are going to do certain things regardless how the home is structured, regardless. You could have one of the best home lives. You could have one of the best families. And that kid is still going to do something that might be maybe not the most safest, maybe not the most rational and still do things. And, you know, I think about my parents <laughs> when I think about stories like this and I'm like, I apologize so much for putting you guys through some shit. <laughs> so, um, and that was right around that Mercury and Capricorn conjunction. Also around this time, um, we had an interesting energy with Venus in Capricorn, sextile Saturn in Pisces. And then it was there was an acknowledgement that the former employee of WWE sued founder Vince McMahon, allegedly for abuse, exploitation, and when I think of Capricorn, that energy of Venus, relationships, and then sextile with Saturn and Pisces, to me, that energy feels like a lot of kind of like that ego base. And then also with the Pisces and that energy of Neptune, we seem to see areas of disillusion and areas of like sexual addictions. Uh, we also see that energy of of almost like a theater of like what looks right in front of you isn't necessarily like what we see. And I've been listening to some podcast people talk about this who actually grew up watching WWE. I never grew up watching WWE. And they said like Vince McMahon had some really twisted like storylines back in his uh, wrestling days. So that's very interesting. Also, one of the things that I want to talk to you about is on this type of energy, it sometimes can feel like no matter what, right? There's always that area of delusions and that area of aspects that just doesn't seem to match up. And I feel like when we hear stories like this, if it's like regardless of it's Vince McMahon, if it's P. Diddy, if it's whoever, you get two sides. You get 
the people who are like, no, somebody is trying to use whatever it is to gain something, or this is like a money, this is a money, um, they're trying to get money, right? They're just trying to get money and come up. This can't be true. But we see that energy with Pisces where if it looks if it looks almost too good to be true, it probably is. And, and and that's where we get into that area of like media and also that energy of celebrities, right? And we see these celebrities and we see all the things that they've accomplished. We see all the things that they've done. We've seen all the things that they've acquired. Possibly they could be seen as a humanitarian. But we have to remember that with every good intention, sometimes there's some hurt and there's some bad intentions as well. And of course, if this is all true, what's going on with Vince McMahon, it's a lot deeper than just the energy of the Pisces, but I just wanted to bring that in. I'm not sure what Zodiac he is. Also, there was another story that hit around this time. And around this time, we have Mars and Capricorn trying Uranus and Taurus. And then around this time, we had Keith Lee. So if you know who Keith Lee is, and I think I talked about him a little bit before, he's a TikToker and he has a huge following. So he went to Texas and he was basically um, showing like local food trucks. And there was an incident where basically what happened was he went there and he showcased the food. The food had like a barber and then they also had a, um, a person cooking. I know it's like weird <laughs> that they had a barber, but there was like, a, it was an outside food truck and then there was a barber there and then there was the woman who was cooking the food in the food truck and there was um, a lady helping her and everybody was there to see Keith Lee, obviously, right? Because he has this huge following. And I believe he gave them a $4,000 tip besides, um, you know, praising them and telling them how good the food was. And one of the people who was recording, I believe they were doing a live stream, they were recording and Keith Lee says, I want you to give like $1,000 to the barber and I want you to get $1,000 and then that leaves the owner of the truck $2,000. Okay, that's what he said. So I guess the owner of the truck took it upon themselves to not deliver the money to the other people um, because he was also paying with like a credit card or something like that. And they decided that the barber didn't give free haircuts, so they shouldn't get the thousand dollars. And also they basically decided to keep the money and they felt like the other people weren't Um entitled or didn't deserve it. Okay. So this energy, I mean, I can see how this energy can happen, right? How this almost like energy of greed can happen. So what happens is, of course, the girl who 
was recording it, who was supposed to get $1,000, said, you know, I don't even want the $1,000, but give the $1,000 to my brother, who's the barber. And it didn't happen. So then, of course, she went on to social media and it just totally backfired on this truck owner, right? This food truck owner. So when somebody gives an intention of a type of blessing or a gratitude or a praise, and this is what we're kind of talking about, like energies of karma, even if she didn't agree with it, she wouldn't have had that money regardless because he would have never showed up, right? So regardless, she would have never had a thousand, two thousand or four thousand dollars. But Keith Lee showed up. He was a blessing. He gave her money. He gave her the money with intentions to give to other people. He didn't put restrictions. He didn't put alignments on there. He just said, give this money to this person, give this money to this person, blah, 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 blah. When stuff like this happens and it's a blessing, you have to fulfill that blessing completely. You can't dictate what you do with a blessing, especially when it was created by another person. So it actually really hurt the food truck. And I believe they ended up like closing because they were getting so many bad reviews and it just went not good for them. Not good. So we see this energy of Mars in Capricorn trining with Uranus and Taurus, that energy of the fixed, especially with that Taurus, that energy of feeling very, very like structured, like no, a little rebellious, right? And then Mars has that passionate state. And especially we see Capricorn, that's the area of the leader. That's the area, you know, of the area of business and work. So we have to remember that sometimes money, when they say money is the root of all evil, it's not because money's energy flow isn't with good intentions. It's because sometimes that energy of greed can almost make us disassociate what the actual benefit, what the actual blessing is that we can use with this money. I mean, in all honesty, her business probably would have continued to skyrocket and even make way more than that $4,000 if she would have just fulfilled the blessings alignment. So I wanted to share that story because in all honesty, when I saw that story, it was like, oh, First of all, to be fortunate enough to be a small business and to be visited by Keith Lee and then to have something like that happen is just kind of sad, right? It's just kind of sad to begin with. And there was a lot of stories in the media that um, I thought were interesting. Like we had um, Elon Musk showing off his robot right around like Mercury enters Aquarius and there was just a lot of energy around certain situations of communication, especially with energies of the collective. A lot of people were still kind of speaking out with the girly beef of Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion, which I thought was interesting. Um, 
I would say one of the Zodiacs who was definitely not feeling Aquarius season was Justin Timberlake, and he is an Aquarius, but he had a tough time. <laughs> and it was funny because his birthday is right around like the end of January. I believe it's like February 1st. And he first went on this whole like showboat tour and like he was saying like he is not apologizing to Britney Spears he released this track called Selfish and basically Britney Spears fans downloaded that track like crazy and I guess that track is pretty good I haven't listened to the song and they actually knocked him out of his number one spot and I mean when you are in that area he shouldn't go around and like speak bad about her. He somewhat made it seem like I shouldn't apologize, even though I know she's still hurt from this, but I still should not apologize because it's not my fault type energy. When something like this happens, it's just better to humble yourself, right? Um, apologize and then ignore that energy. The more you feed into that energy, that more that energy is going to grow. So him continuing to acknowledge that he's not going to send an apology to her, I think really did not help him at all. Also around, um, the time that we had Mercury and Aquarius, we also had, um, Elon Musk, all in his energy of creating his Neuralink. And he says it was successfully implanted in a human brain. So, you know, Elon's still doing Elon. Um, I felt like the energy for February was definitely a little bit more, I don't want to say assertive, but it was definitely more intense in certain spaces especially around like the collective with the media and also the energy of that karmic energy like we saw more people like speaking up in certain situations um also the the singer MIA had this huge like explosive rant and I like MIA from her songs from back in the day, but I don't really know much about her. But apparently she says that Jay-Z and Beyonce and Rock Nation helped her lose custody of her child because they basically blacklisted her and said that she wasn't like somebody you should work with. Kind of like that Monique vibe, right? And Monique, I think actually ended up going on the, um, Shay Shay club, Shay Shay. And the whole Monique thing is just an ongoing battle. Um, I definitely recommend listening to that, podcast of Monique and Club Shay Shay. It was very interesting. She talked about a lot about Kim Kardashian and she talked a lot about like some areas of the industry that I think we all kind of knew, but it was just interesting to have a different perspective. And I will be honest, I didn't really keep up with all of the astrology and some of the things that were happening in that time of February because it's very hard for me to keep up with 
all of these stories and certain energy alignments, but just the overall, those were some of my favorite stories happening during the month of February, the beginning of Aquarius season, and also the ending of Aquarius season and the beginning of Pisces season. So let's get into the energy of March. So the energy of March, we're going to be centered right in the transition of new. In all honesty, I feel like this is a good time to create intentions. And those who are interested in knowing what day I'm recording this podcast, it's actually the full moon in Virgo. And we're looking at that energy of creating intentions on like the daily rituals, on our daily practices, especially when we think about the full moon in Virgo. But that also is our last full moon. That is our last full moon of what is the zodiac calendar of basically 2023 and transitioning over to 2024. So this is the last full moon of the previous zodiac calendar. Once we finish and hit Aries season. Once Pisces season is over, we're going to be into a new year of the Zodiac calendar. So if you didn't create those intentions, if you didn't create those manifestations, if you felt like you were stuck or you felt like you just couldn't move in certain energy alignments, this is a beautiful opportunity for you to create those intentions. In all honesty, most of us feel very sluggish when we are in January. We don't feel that aspect where we want to go out there and get it, right? Where we want to move and create and feel more aligned. But as that energy shifts, we have the energy of the new year approaching us. And that should give us a little bit of an energy boost, especially if you are just coming out of the winter blues. And I feel like this winter was, I mean, (laughs) I don't know how... There was definitely a lot of energy around people definitely taking some enlightenment of what can happen in the future, right? And one of the stories that did kind of shine that was when AT&T Nationwide, which just literally happened, I believe, on 2-22, and that was when uh, Mercury... (laughs) Good old Mercury, right? The messenger sign. Mercury entered Pisces. And we saw that there was that whatever it was, like not necessarily a shortage, but they believed there possibly could have been cyber attacks related to the cellular service going off. And it makes me think about that movie, Leave the World Behind Again, right? Um how do we prepare for something like that? Because so many of us are just so connected on media. That's our only way. And in all honesty, that's our only way for a lot of people, for a lot of businesses, for our water, for our electricity. All of it is aligned with the area of those big, big, big satellites that are up in the sky, that area of network. And what happens if somebody disables our network? A lot of people believe that if there are going to be like wars, that a lot of these wars are going to be by cyber attacks. They're going to not necessarily be like somebody coming in with, um, with all of their, um, army and taking over a country, they're going to do it through the energy of frequency and the energy of cyber attacks. So that's very interesting, right? When we think about 
that. And we think about our spiritual presence, especially as we had it aligned with Pisces and Pisces season. So when we think about the shift and we think about how the world is shifting, how many of us are shifting into more of a conscious state, you know, ask yourself, how would you prepare? What would you do? Um, and look at that, right? I feel like the Pisces season is going to be a little bit as it transitions from the last few days of the Pisces season in March, that the ending of the Pisces season is going to be a little bit more, hopefully a little bit more subtle, because I feel like when we hit Aries season, we're going to see a little bit more fire energy. So also around March Fourth, we have Mercury and Pisces sextiles, Uranus and Taurus. And this is kind of like that energy that feels very important in certain projects. And how can we use that energy to create projects? How can we use that energy to create areas of solutions? How can we take in certain thought processes that are aligned with our spiritual nature and also aligned with our area of the earth, right? Because the Taurus is an earth element and it is that energy of the earth. Also, we have um, Mercury enters Aries on March 9th. Mercury enters Aries in all honesty, I feel like it's going to be fiery. <laughs> you know, every time I think about the Aries, I just think of that energy that feels fiery. It feels spontaneous. It feels beautiful. It feels powerful. It feels bold. Um, so look at that energy alignment and ask yourself, how can you create towards having a space that feels bold? It feels energetic and using that communication, right? When we look at that energy of Aries, like what is it that you've been holding back on in areas of creation? Maybe it's media, maybe it's areas of taking time to talk to somebody you haven't talked to in a while, but look at it and really see how you can work towards creating those alignments and creating that area that feels a little bit right with you. Also on March 10th, we have the new moon in Pisces. Yay, a new moon in Pisces. And what we have to remember with this new moon is this is like the new moon before we start to hit eclipse season, just like this full moon today. Uh, when you hear this podcast, it will be Monday. But just how this is our last full moon of the year, this is kind of like the last new moon of the year. And it's in Pisces. So this is an energy really tap into that Pisces energy, really tap into that area of your conscious state of the area of creating more intentions. Also, when I think about the energy of the transcendent, right? How do we transcend through all of this? How do we transcend through all of this madness? How do we do it, right? How do we keep up with this? Take some time to really use that energy, create some water rituals, especially with the new moon in Pisces. Create that area of secrets that feel 
inner with you, right? To allow the soul to have that energy escape. If that's meditating, if that's creating some lemon water, if that is creating some energy with lavender, right? Taking in that beautiful calming effect and really look at the energy of the spiritual life and how can you create new intentions towards your own spirituality. And spirituality is for you, right? That's what makes spirituality so beautiful is it is for you. It is what you like. It is for the energy of your soul. What might work for me might not work for you. What works for you might not works for me, right? So it's that energy of allowing the soul to embrace its own elements, that feels aligned within. So especially during the new moon of Pisces, that's an amazing time to create those intentions. Also on March 11th, we have Venus enters Pisces. To me, Venus enters Pisces just feels fucking romantic. It just feels beautiful, romantic. It just feels magnificent. It just, I mean, when I'm looking at it, like if I closed my eyes right now and I closed my eyes and I looked What does, and I'm going to ask you to do the same thing, close your eyes and just slowly imagine what does Venus in Pisces looks like to you? It, to me, it just looks fucking gorgeous. It just looks beautiful. It just looks spiritual. I just feel like this goddess energy like coming and it's just like, dashing around in white colors and light, beautiful rays of blue and pink and very pastel. But Venus also has that dark side, right? So that would be sometimes, you know, get outside for the sunset, for the sunrise and create some magic, right? Also, Venus in Pisces also feels very strong in areas of like fantasy and dreams. Ooh, the area of dreams and relationships. Like it just feels very, very personal when I think of Venus in terms Pisces. When I um, say that that is a huge area to kind of create some magic within yourselves. And this is what I love about going over these dates is these dates, because I feel like a lot of people, when we think about like days to create magic, and magic is really up to you. It's a state of mind, how you want to create it, right? How you want to live in your own magic, how you want to be your own spell, as one might say. And we look at this energy and a lot of us always concentrate on like full moons, new moons, and like eclipses, right? Or, you know, retrograde, Mercury retrograde, oh no. <laughs> but look at these astrological energy alignments. What do these astrological energy alignments mean to you? What do they resemble to you? What is this piece of Venus entering Pisces? How does that make you feel? How can you use that energy? Where is your Venus at, right? How is that aligned in your chart? Where can you make that feel? And I've been trying to like kind of change some 
some of like my media um, on Instagram and kind of make it more more connected on a spiritual type of energy. Of course, I love the astrology and I love talking about zodiacs. Like that's beautiful. I love it. But I've been creating like these graphics with um, Canva. Like I don't, I'm not like a graphic designer or anything like that, right? And um, I've been creating these graphics of like what these astrological energies kind of resemble to me. Like when it, like when we just did that exercise and I said, close your eyes and think about Venus entering Pisces. What does that look like to you? So have fun with it, right? Have fun with creating towards these astrological alignments. Also look for March 19th. This is a day you're going to mark on your calendars, okay? This is a day you are going to mark on your calendar. And the reason why is because we have the sun enters Aries, the spring equinox, and the astrological new year. So happy new year, zodiacs. Also around this time, this is that time to get rid of all that stagnation. Let the water stream of enlightenment kind of flow free again. Also on March 22nd, we have Mars enters Pisces. Ooh, that feels like some fucking hot lava. <laughs> I mean, it just feels different, right? Mars entering Pisces feels different, looks different, is different than Mars entering Aquarius. It just has this different energy alignment tied into it. It almost feels like that energy of where we look at that spiritual aspects of the dreams. We conquer our nightmares. We say, fuck that. We're not going to be living in that repetitive energy of feeding negative thoughts to us, right? We address our fears because we know our conscious state is enlightened and we know our spiritual presence allows us to create, allows us to speak to the universe and create intentions that are from a passion state instead of an anger state that Mars resembles. So look at that way to tackle those inner demons. Look at that way to tackle those energy thoughts that aren't truly aligned in what you want to feel, how you want to have your outlook, right? When we think about Mars entering Pisces, letting go of some of those internal blocks and letting go of some of those fears. And I will tell you, you, I wish I could let go of all my fears. I wish I could just let go of them all, right? Just say, no, they're, get out of here, get out of here and never have to listen to one again, never have to think of one again, but it's, it's incredibly hard, right? It's incredibly hard. And that's because we're human. That's because we have that emotions. We have that energy. We have that cycle of thinking of analyzation over and over, but we don't want that energy to take the best of us, right? We want to enjoy this time. We want to enjoy our family and friends. We want to enjoy our community. We want to enjoy the collective. We want to get out there, love this planet, love this earth and enjoy it. Also we have, which is a beautiful day, March 24th, Venus in Pisces, sextiles, Jupiter in Taurus. That feels very beautiful. And it feels like it's a time that you should really let kindness in, love in that area of creation and expa expansion and just really enjoying every moment of this. 
every moment of this. Then on March 25th, here we go with the full moon lunar eclipse in Libra. So there's going to be some time that we're going to see that Libra energy feeling a little bit unbalanced. Maybe we're going to sneak into some shadow state, or it might be a good time to work on some of the shadow work, looking at journaling. Also on March 29th, we have Pallas retrograde in Sagittarius, and that energy might make us feel like our ideas are not just coming to us like they used to, but it also could be a good time to reflect, right? It could be a good time to reflect. And then we have Vesta enters Cancer. To me, that feels very cosmic around energies of the feminine, um, about maybe creating some intentions around the mother state, maybe some areas around trauma, letting go of some of the aspects that were related to trauma in certain times, certain situations, and just saying goodbye to that. So thank you guys for listening to this podcast and listening to the astrology dates for March and doing a quick little reflection of everything that I thought was kind of interesting for February. Um, I, I don't think I'm going to be doing too much of the reflecting, you know, how I used to. I'm just going to pick like certain stories that I thought were kind of interesting that I might want to talk about, but we're just going to kind of get into the area of the upcoming month astrology because I don't want to make the podcast episodes too long and I want to thank everybody who is listening and also if you would like to support this channel if you would like to support this podcast there's many ways to do so you can head on over to chakrascusswords.com look I put up a bunch of new products up that I thought were super cool super interesting um It's super centered around kind of like the things that I like, the things um, that I think my listeners would like. One of them is the Black Moon Astrology deck is up there. That's one of my favorite decks. In all honesty, it's one of my favorites. And then also the Moonology deck is up on the website if you would like to purchase one of those. And... If you want to get into tarot, I have the Lightseer's tarot deck up there as well. So those are like, in all honesty, those are some of my favorite decks. Um, I want to put some more like books on there, some things that I feel that people who enjoy this podcast might look into. Um, I also put up a few new shirt styles. One is the Cosmic Child. I will be working on some other styles of the Chakras and Cuss Words podcast shirts. So if you would like to support this podcast, go ahead, get yourself a shirt. The the readings are very limited. Um, if you do want to purchase a reading, I think it's like a two weeks in advance. You have to... Um, uh, sign up, but they're very limited. I, I, in all honesty, I don't know how long I'm going to keep the readings up there because, um, I do enjoy reading for people, but it's just, I'm not good at checking my emails. (laughs) So I would hate for somebody to sign up (laughs) for a reading. (laughs) So that's why they have to be booked two weeks. (laughs) <laughs> okay 
okay but thank you guys for hanging out and all the love and support have an amazing day bye